Hey everybody, you know what time it is again. It's the We The Brothers Podcast, back with another one. I'm your host, Julius Freeman. Let's go. things to talk about a lot of things going on a few updates here so the electoral college finally confirmed that joe biden is the president of the united states we already knew this of course but um some people decided that we needed an extra confirmation so we have that it is official joe biden will be the next president of the united states of america we'll talk about that in future episodes I got a special thing for you guys today, but also uh, he's been picking his cabinet. I want to talk about that. Uh, Joe Biden, what's going on with his cabinet? Who's in his cabinet? What do these people do? What are their records? What have they done? Uh, Also, the semester for college, for most of us, over, at least for UC, over. What's that like? How's that feel? Good. I will answer that for you good glad it's over done nada no more no more work to do i'm not doing anything i nothing can you do no i can't do that can no i can't do this none of it don't ask me i'm not doing it no i'm not moving not today not tomorrow not for a while (laughs) this one was a, a tough one so uh we'll be talking about that in the future as well as you know, this is the We The Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Julius Freeman. Usually I will have a co-host. We're working on that for next semester. But for now, you guys have been with me all semester and now through this break. So I think we've been doing a good job. I think we've been having fun, some good conversations. So let's keep it going. I hope you guys are enjoying. This week, I want to talk about something that I have personal experience with that I think is a big social sociocultural issue that gets talked about but maybe not enough and so I wanted to focus on it and so the question focuses not the question but the idea of this conversation focuses around race and dating yes there are such things as dating preferences dating ideals dating norms And race has always been this creature that creeps its way in to the conversation of dating and makes it more complicated and sinister in a way than it should be. 
so I wanted to have this conversation with you all as I have personal experience with the dynamics of race and dating and how that can affect things. So let's first start with why is race and dating such a complex issue? First, there is the idea of dating preferences. So the idea that you maybe you prefer um, women who are thin, you know, you prefer thinner women um, or you prefer heavier women, more uh, curvaceous women, you might say. Um, those are preferences. Maybe you prefer tall women. Maybe you prefer short women. Uh, maybe you prefer tall guys. Maybe you prefer short guys. Maybe you prefer people who dress a certain way. Uh, men who have beards. Uh, men who are clean shaven. Maybe you prefer bald guys, older guys. You, you get the point. These are preferences. But one place that has always gotten sticky is the, I, the area of race or uh, skin color. So it's difficult because can you prefer a race without there being some prejudice behind you preferring that race? Interesting question. We're going to get to my idea of what I think I, you know, on this issue, but preferences in terms of race, are those okay? And for me personally, I would say that certainly preferring your own race, fine. I think that's perfectly reasonable. Psychologically founded, evolutionary basis for it, psychological basis for it, bio like all these, it's scientific. Like it just makes sense for human beings to date, to look for uh, partners and for uh, companionship in those who look similar to them. Makes perfect sense, basic science. Uh, but now what if now you're saying maybe you prefer another race that is not your own? That is a much more difficult and complex issue. So if you are a white person who says, oh, I prefer black women or I prefer black men, why? Is that rooted in a stereotype, a prejudicial stereotype of the exotic nature of African-American men or African-American women? You like the way that you like the culture of them. You like the way they talk. You like the way they look. Or they're just stronger. They're just tougher. They speak their mind. All these things that are coded in this language of, of race that is inescapable. So how do you handle that? Or, or do you prefer Hispanic women or Asian women because they're different? from They're from a completely different culture. They're they're American, but not, are they really? Like, they're just from this, you know, far off land that no one knows about. They're from these third world countries. Uh, you Creating this uh, idea of a person that is not related to the actual individuals. That is a, a root of prejudice. That stereotype, that prejudice, that bias is feeding that preference. So, yes, it is a preference, but it's a, a, a prejudice one. And how do you manage that? How do you identify that within yourself? 
I I will say that there are two groups of people that I've I've heard who struggle with this a lot, and that has been black men dating white women, and white women dating black men. It's a thing. It's out there for both groups. This is difficult because for black men, the the narrative is that many of black men who date white women is that they are that either have some sort of self hate. They don't like their own skin, so they prefer white people because of white supremacy. You get the point. So on, uh, or they have a, a hatred for specifically black women because maybe they they had a bad experience with their mother who maybe wasn't in their life or she was just bad to them in their life or for some reason that black women are just having negative connotate negative feelings for them that they emote negative feelings for that individual and therefore they won't date them or they have built up all these uh, negative stereotypes about black women due to white supremacy and all these other things and due to social engineering uh um their understanding of culture and all these things. And so now they have uh, this stereotype in their minds of black women that they are projecting onto them without actually trying to date them or get to know them on a better level. Now, that so that is one set of understanding for black men dating white women. And you'll hear it. You know, uh, a black guy who says, you know, I don't date black girls. I only date white women. And you'll hear things like um, white women are just nicer. Uh, White women are just easier. Uh, They're just cleaner. They're just uh, they don't talk back. They don't do this. They they do whatever you tell them to do. Uh, Their hair is nicer. Uh, a thick what's better than a thick white girl they got all the assets of a black girl but none of the attitude like you'll hear those things then white women with black men there is this hypersexualization of the black male that you'll hear uh, that is problematic that you'll sometimes hear from white women and this is the narrative around them that they don't like necessarily the um black men themselves they don't support that life or that individual but the idea the sexual idea of a black man strong dominant uh scary physical violent gangster thug just a very dominating figure that uh, is meant to protect and to dominate, not meant to have any ideas, into any intellectualism, any type of depth to them. They are more of just a caricature of sex appeal rather than individuals. And that narrative has been created and, and, and processed over and over again. And then you have the history be- behind white women and black men. Let's just start with Emmett Till most notable case you have a a young african-american male who is accused by a white female of whistling at her as he leaves the store that young african-american male is then later that night stolen from his home from his uh family's home 
taken, beaten to a pulp till he's almost unrecognizable. Then is has cinder blocks tied to his legs and is sunk and thrown into the river to sink to the bottom until he's discovered later. And the only reason I believe that his mother could recognize him was I forget what it was that she could recognize that told her that was uh, Emmett. But and then that black boy's face is plastered on newspapers across the country. That is the history of black men and white women. That that is the what people feel, especially black people, who kind of talk about maybe who kind of encourage black men not to date white women, is because of that very reason. I can speak for myself personally. My mother talking to me, my father talking to me, uh, when I started going to high school, they were like, you know. You're going to possibly start dating. You're going to meet people. Be careful, especially about those white girls. Because all they have to say is that you touched them in a wrong way or did something to them wrong. And boom, you're going to jail. No questions, no ifs, ands, or buts. And that is due to trauma. That is that is due to a long history of black men being accused of rape, sexual assault, intimidation, doing something, harassment of some sort against white women, and it being taken at the word without any investigation, without any due process, without any questions being asked, and getting the worst punishments you can think of, often, too often in American history, death. I had a cousin... Uh, of mine who my mom often tells me about i known him and my life to be um he has a uh, mental illness where he can no longer take care of himself and um he uh struggles to speak and to communicate um can't really um do things for himself like i was saying uh and i always thought that that was due to some genetic thing that he was born this way but what I learned was, was that actually for most of his life, he was not that way. That actually growing up, he was a perfectly fine uh, young man who was going to school and was in high school, doing quite well actually, was an athlete and all these things, had a great future ahead of him. But he ended up um, kind of, I guess, making out with this white girl in high school in the bathroom and they uh, were you know getting together hooking up kissing and everything and eventually um, they were caught and of course the girl's parents were upset maybe there's a racial connotation that we don't know but uh, they um, were doing this parent they got caught parents find out the girl tells her parents that he sexually assaulted her and that it was not consensual. They proceeded to put my cousin in jail and then sent him to a juvenile the uh, detention center, of course, and he stayed there and they... Obviously, he was upset about this, didn't know what to do, and he fought it for a while. 
and they drugged him and gave him drugs that messed with his head to the point where they had to send him to a psych ward. And then the psych ward gave him more drugs and drugged him up to the point that he was no longer recognizable of the young man he was before this event. And now he is a completely different person who has basically the functionality of a uh, fifth grader. Like he, he, does, he can't do much for himself. And, the, and he's a grown man now. Uh, and all of it was due to this false accusation made against him, which the girl admitted was false. Um, but it was too late at that point. And this was a black man, black male with a white girl. This is the history. And that is a, at least he's alive. But there are so many more who died from that accusation. And, and you can't forget the history of slavery where um, mistresses, white mistresses of the slave master would have sex with the black men, with the black male slaves, as a way to either get back at the, at the white slave master for having sex with the female black slaves, well, not having, raping the female black slaves. And so she would have sex, which I guess you could also call rape the black male slaves, or they would, they would yearn for the black male slave because they liked how strong they looked, how exotic they were. And if they were ever caught, they would just say that they did it, that they were raped, that they were sexually harassed, assaulted. And then, of course, that slave would be killed, would be murdered, would be hung, would be sold off into uh, even harder labor, would have their limbs cut off, their extremities cut off. This is the history behind the relationship between those two. Now, I know this is deeper than we... <laughs> started with just talking about dating preferences but this is the this is the the ugly part about race and dating and why it is so complex and why it's difficult so it it comes to the point of I want to come back to this and talk about my own personal story but one question that I saw today uh, one statement actually that I saw today on Instagram it said uh, it's okay to have a preference of dating your own kind, but it's not okay to have a preference of not dating your own kind. And that was interesting to me, and that's what kind of sparked this this uh, um, desire in me to have this conversation. Because... Is it okay to d not to decide to not date your own culture, to not date your own race? So if you're if you're a, a a white woman or a white person saying, you know, I'm not dating white women anymore, or I'm not dating white men anymore, they're just so problematic, they're so this, they're so that, whatever you fill in the blank. I've heard it many times, especially recently over the past few years, it's become a trend. Um what what does that mean? Uh what what does that communicate? Wh why do you have a preference against dating uh 
your own race? What a what about them is it or is it that you have a desire for other races um and you're willing to exclude your your own race? Uh what 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 is at the root of this? And it and it's an interesting question because if you are excluding your own race, why do you like these other races? Assuming that you come from a family that is predominantly not that, what about them makes you feel to the point that you would exclude people who look like you in pursuit of people who don't? I, I, it's an, a weird thing to think about. Why? Is it the culture? Do you just like the culture, the idea, the 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 norms of people who look like that? Is it a stereotype that you're basing off your uh, attraction to this group and your detraction um, from your own racial group? Are you doing this because of the times? Is this a trend for you? Is your attraction a trend? What is this about for you? Because there, as I explained, there is a real history here that you have to acknowledge and understand before you just pick and choose that way. Now, ultimately, what I will say here, and this will be my overarching point, you can date whoever you want and you don't have to explain anything to anybody. Please understand that. Make the choices you want. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. For dating who you want to date. But what you should acknowledge about yourself. Is the reasons why you're dating that person. Or the reasons why you're looking at this specific group of people. Or when you look at who you've dated. Or you look at what you're often attracted to. Why? I'm not saying that you should feel guilty. And and be like what am I doing wrong? Why am I doing? I'm just saying analyze yourself. Why do you like this group of people? Why is why are these your preferences? What within yourself have you not acknowledged? Is there a prejudice that you're harboring that you have not fully worked through that you need to? That's not being guilty or anything. That's just holding yourself accountable to maybe I'm treating a group of people wrong either by being attracted to them for illegitimate reasons or I'm disrespecting a group of people um, by being unattracted to them for illegitimate reasons. And I need to acknowledge that and correct that within myself. Uh, so now to my own personal story with the time that I have left. I have dated four women. One black, three white. That is my history. It is one that makes me very uncomfortable. Because it's something that I struggle with. Because I do identify with my community, my race. I have a strong sense of uh, foundation within it. And I do ultimately one day often imagine marrying a black woman. And that's what I would want. But it is difficult 
to explain my history and not feel some type of anxiety around it. Because when I reflect on myself, and this means being completely transparent so that you all can do the same and feel safe doing the same, I think there was some prejudice, some a negative ideal ideas about black women that I had harbored over time that I've acknowledged about myself. I think I did. I remember, and it's why I know what guys like this say. I remember saying out of my mouth that white women are just easier to deal with. They'll do whatever you say. You don't have to argue with them. There's no attitude. They're easy. And this prejudice that I had not only against white women, clearly, of thinking that they were just pushovers and easy to deal with, but against black women, by by saying that about white women, the assumption is that black women were difficult that they had attitudes that you couldn't talk to them that you couldn't have a conversation with them when they are clearly the not that that they are all individuals with the broad uh stripes of different personalities and ideas and um looks and behaviors and i had to acknowledge that about myself that i had harbored this prejudice but where did it come from for me and i thought back and i felt that this is not a blaming thing. This was a blaming type of thing. This is my experience. But in my past, growing up, I moved a lot, went to a lot of different schools, met a lot of different people. And the girls that treated me the worst were African-American girls. And the girls who treated me the best were white girls. That was my experience at that time. But as I reflected and went through high school and and, and now into college, I learned that not everything that I was taking as disrespect from black women was more of a cultural communication that was different from what I've experienced with white women. And I had ingrained into myself this kind of white norm ideal of if it's not said to me in this way then it is negative or it is wrong in a a uh as a detriment to african-american women and that i am sorry that i i did that and i feel bad about it but i've held myself accountable accountable for it and i'm not going to be guilty about it like that's not a healthy way to live I acknowledged it. I'm going to hold myself accountable to it, change it, fix it for the future. But I wanted to be honest about it and say that this was something that I had to overcome within myself. So now I feel free to go into dating black women or to dating whoever I want without this burden of knowing that I have a prejudice against my own race or other people. And I still have work to do. I still have other things that I'm sure that I need to address about myself. And I'd love to have that conversation in the future. But I hope you all got something from this. So ultimately, again, date who you want, love who you want, live your life, be happy. 
That is the ultimate goal. Find someone who makes you happy. But please acknowledge and be true to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Be transparent about are you harboring prejudice against different groups and that's why you're not interested in dating them. It's not something that you should just brush over because those dating preferences also bleed into the rest of your life and will impact your friend preferences and all those types of things that you don't want it to do that. So please acknowledge that about yourself and be honest. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I really enjoyed this conversation. I look forward to talking to you all more. This is my time. I love you all for listening. Let's keep having these deep, difficult conversations. Love y'all. Peace.